Hey, hey, this is Joel. Welcome to the Joel Bynes Show. Appreciate you tuning in for episode one. We're diving in. I love to keep it real. I love to have that bias towards starting, towards shipping, towards creating, and leaning into imperfect. I don't feel totally comfortable in this exact second, given this is a new project. That means there's a bit of vulnerability, right? There's a vulnerability in podcasting, in creating, in showing yourself to the world. And yet my meta philosophy is to begin, is to start and to ship and to express. So thank you for being here. This is going to be an opportunity for my authentic self to shine in whichever way I feel that that desire. And my desire as well is for you to gain value and inspiration in one way or another as I follow that desire, I follow that curiosity, I follow that interest, follow that purpose and passion. So this is the third podcast I've hosted. Yeah, this is the first one that is simply the Joel Bynes show. (laughs) So it creates this freedom and openness to be able to go in different directions, as I said. But that doesn't mean there's not going to be some sense of theme or direction with this creative process. I mean, what makes me come alive is helping people come alive. What makes me come alive is ideas, philosophy, thinking critically, thinking creatively. What makes me come alive is personal development, psychology, connecting with one's inner child. And from that place, from that point, building a new paradigm, building new paradigms for human beings. And this leads me to the theme for today, which is the audacity to dream. And I'm standing here recording this podcast, and I have a level of confidence as well as humility about a fact. And that fact is I feel certain that there really are only couple other people on the planet that share the integrated vision I have for humanity in the sense of a vision from the inside out, the inside, the inner child all the way to a vision for humans as a species, humans as a population, humans as culture and society. Not a big fan of that word society, but I just tucked it in there. And I say this fact with that confidence and humility because, A, I do, I do feel strongly that that is the, the, the case. And I also am open and curious to meet other people who perhaps share similar visions as well as people who want to add and co-create and, and build these visions for humanity so we can, we can ascend to healthy wholesome ways of being. And I'm going to flesh that out as this podcast unfolds, that vision and the different elements of that vision and the different steps for us to move towards that vision. But the theme for this episode one is the audacity to dream. I don't share the political philosophy of of John Lennon, the guitarist from the Beatles, the singer-songwriter and so forth. I do value his line, 
you may say that I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. The art of dreaming big has not been lost on me. I'll speak for myself. It's easy to move through this culture and introject people's projections about what's possible, what you're supposed to do, what's realistic. It's because the, the biggest bias of all the cognitive biases that humans fall prey to is the status quo bias. The bias towards the assumption that the things will stay the same way. But it's those who have the audacity to dream that say, I will write my own script in life. I will paint a picture for what's possible. I will let others' projections simply fall by the wayside while also choosing compassion for those projections, right? If you've read The Four Agreements by Don Miguel, Don Miguel Ruiz, talks about one of those agreements being don't take things personally. And basically highlights this idea of projection by saying that from a young age, we, we constantly are inundated with these messages about how the world works. And those are just projections of other people's dreams. Other people's dreams in the sense of they have these beliefs and assumptions about how the world is. And that's just their own personal dream that they're sending out. And then you as a child absorb that. And you, again, you introject, you internalize others' projections. But when we step into the art of not taking things personally and the art of independent thinking, we see that it's possible to recognize people's projections and recognize that when they were children, they experienced domestication, experienced conditioning. From their experiences with parenting, with schooling, with religion, I call this the, the five P's of authority, if you want to make it pithy and illiterate. Parents, priests, professors, policemen, politicians. We grow up in this culture that's deferring to authority. Do this because I said so. It's not appealing to one's self-interest and reason. And it's getting to the root of all this that births the new paradigms for human beings. It's getting to the root and speaking the truth and being honest and compassionate about that truth. I guess that was redundant. Being honest about the truth. Be honest about the truth. <laughs> Catch my drift. This, this intertwinement of honesty and compassion is our friend in creating new paradigms. Because one of the reasons humans haven't cracked this code, haven't, haven't cracked through the cocoon of basically coercion, of systems of top-down punishment, the reason we've been stuck in tribalism and culture wars and us-versus-them thinking and all the laundry list of, of core problems you see, it's because we haven't really invest in these, in, or invested in these two prongs of honesty and compassion. To be able to look directly into the belly of the whale and say, what is the truth about the world and what is the truth about my inner world? And when we do that, adding a solvent of compassion, adding a blanket of compassion around that hard truth, around that hard truth that may bring in uncomfortable feelings. Another way to put this is to hug the cactus, to embrace the truth of what is, while also avoiding shame and blame and right versus wrong and otherizing 
and what Marshall Rosenberg, the founder of nonviolent communication, called enemy imagery, to make an enemy out of others or oneself, to put one's, to pit oneself against another, and to get into this finger pointing game. And this is one of the reasons we 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 haven't actually cracked this code and broken through this coercive cocoon and become the butterfly towards this vision, towards this dream, this dream of a world of wholeness, peace, harmony, aliveness, respect, autonomy, freedom, play, a flourishing world where our needs get met in abundance. And one of those needs is challenged, by the way. I'm going to handle your objection right off the bat about the vision and these needs getting met somehow being a world without conflict or challenge. No, it is one without violence or coercion, however. It's one where we resolve any tensions through compassionate communication, through principles of respect of the individual and his or her sovereignty, as well as recognition that we all are the same species and we all have a need for love and respect. And that when, when, these, when any of our needs get compromised or at risk, that's because our childhood conditioning, we need more healing. Anyway, I can, I can paint more vivid pictures for you about my dreams. But when I, I want to highlight, what I want to highlight is A, that audacity to dream and B, that honesty and compassion that can springboard humanity. You know, I've always been this person. I've loved using my mind and my imagination to conjure up in my head what I want to experience. Whether that's when I was 2017, 2018, I completed the uh, full self-authoring program by Jordan Peterson, including that future authoring program where you write about your three to five year vision in detail and you get specific and vivid and concrete about what that is and how you're going to get there. And that was five years ago and much of what I've created has, has come about. And I've seen, I've seen myself bring in amazing friendships and cultivate a new garden for myself and to write a script, to write a story based on my own curiosities and convictions and authenticity. It hasn't been easy. My point in this context is that this audacity to dream, that's available to us. And I have the conviction to continue to dream big and to not apologize for that. I am choosing in launching this podcast to dream big for humanity's potential to build new paradigms. And I will not apologize for that because I believe in the power of human potential and I believe in the power of human volition and human self-integration, the ability to look inward and connect to one's inner child and piece by piece integrate fragmented parts of one's psyche into the whole and to be the true self that you were born as, the innocent, whole, curious, creative, beautiful child you were until this culture started inundating you with the domestication and conditioning and you learned to put on the psychological masks. And this is the root of it all, y'all. This is what people aren't talking about on Joe Rogan podcast, at least not yet. This is why I'm saying there's no, there are very few people talking about this in the planet. 
And I'm starting this show to, to, again, just be a place for me to, to play in the sandbox and have fun with my authentic self and go any direction I want to go. But I'm telling you, one of those directions is this deeply purposeful and meaningful direction, which is to speak truthfully and couch that in compassion so that people can begin to let down their defenses and we can give ourselves grace and we can accept and empathize with that inner child within. And the more we do that, the more whole and abundant we become and the more we give to others and the more we birth new paradigms for our children and for ourselves and to do that from, from the bottom up. And I'm not saying this is the only way, but I'm saying it's the essential way to birth those paradigms. There are many forces at play. There are many forces at play that are contributing to human paradigm shifts. And yet what we really need to do to get to the root of it all is to get to the the inner child. And so I have a dream for humanity to birth new paradigms based on sovereignty, on health, wholeness, honesty, compassion, all the things which I will continue to flesh out. And I am here to, on this episode, to invite you to co-create that with me and to give yourself permission to stop waiting for permission to dream big in your own flourishing, as well as what is possible for, for humanity, to let go of the apathy, which is all a manifestation of our childhood conditioning, our times in school, or just we're, we're shoved through classes for 15,000 hours for 12 plus years and we develop apathy. That is, that is the part of you that needs, that needs nourishment and, and decompression and integration to, to allow that apathy to let go, to let go of this permission-based mindset and the status quo bias and to say, what was Walt Disney getting at, right? What was Walt Disney getting at as he invited people to dream big. Can we rekindle that childlike wonder that Walt Disney retained? I'm reading his biography right now for inspiration. And I believe, well, I'll tell you what makes me come alive is, is, is sharing that, that level of dreaming with the world. And I do invite people to begin to allow themselves that audacity to dream and to say, if I have that audacity, who knows? It could happen, Right. To borrow one of a Disney, I believe it's a Disney film, the uh, Angels in the Outfield, 90s baseball movie, kids baseball movie. There's a little kid named JP and you said, hey, it could happen. Hey, it could happen. So this idea that you might have introjected that the, idea, that the, 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 the dream of, of, of actual world peace, harmony, a world without violence, a world without abuse, a world without corruption, a world where those things are completely disincentivized as well. Is that, just, is that just something that's implausible? Like this is the introjection I'm talking about as well. We get, we have these beliefs. We introject because people tell us that type of stuff is not possible. We absorb this implicitly that our dreams don't matter, that this is just the way it is. We, we go through this culture and we're just kind of told, hey, look, kid, life's not about you. Life's about other people. So forget about your dreams and just fit in and you're welcome to join us. Kind of this type of message, right? But, but listen to the energy I just had in my tone of voice, right? What was the energy? That was, that was a part of someone, an unhealed part, that type of energy, right? 
look, kid, right? That's not authentic. That's not integration. That's not wholeness. That is that adult who, who sent that message to you unwittingly or not, but who sent that message to you, that adult experienced the same thing when he was a kid. So this is how we break the cycle. We, we recognize these patterns with compassion for the fact that innocent boys and girls in every generation introject this conditioning. So, yeah, like I said, you're not hearing people talk about this stuff yet on, on Joe Rogan podcasts. And, but I think we're getting started with it, y'all. And the world is ready for something new. And I believe that we can create a new paradigm by building more and more of a, towards a threshold where people start to catch on and recognize that we don't need to cling to the tribalism of the past. This is our amygdala. This is our fears. We cling to these tribes and we have this us versus them. But when we recognize we are all one human tribe, which means one human tribe of individuals, of sovereign individuals, worthy of autonomy and respect and freedom and independence, that's when we create a new paradigm of win-win, of respect for a child's will and dignity for his or her choice. New paradigms in the way we parent and the way children learn and people gravitating towards trust in each other. So when we begin to let go of the defensiveness, right? The us versus them, tribalism, pointing fingers, shame and blame, you're wrong, right? Even a lot of people who share a lot of the vision I have, who might be talking about voluntarism and a world without coercive government, which is a redundancy, or free markets. And there's still plenty of people saying, oh, teachers are evil. Politicians are sociopaths. And I understand where the energy is coming from because there's a need for honesty about what needs are getting lost because certain individuals are acting in these systems in top-down manners. But the thing is, we need to integrate the honesty with the compassion solvent. Because if we don't, it just becomes more tribalistic finger pointing. So I'm here for this podcast for my own, my own joy and authenticity and my own conviction to empower myself, to empower others, to rec recognize that they can heal and that we can dream big and we can birth new, new paradigms for human beings. We can do it. As Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Thanks so much for listening, y'all. Cheers. Cheers.